reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edmundo. restoration service have hijacked the Father's Day to do a remedial so I'm calling on our zonal leader Julia to come and share a testimony you will see how the remedial unfolds hallelujah happy Father's Day Bishop I completed university 12 years ago and I never had an idea that what I'll be doing today will be related, was, was in no way related with what I studied in school. After school, I searched for work for some time. I got a job at Barclays. I was working there. Conditions changed and then I left. I was a bit disoriented. I didn't know what to do. I just got interested in catering and then I started. But I didn't know whether I would do well in it. I thought it was just a hobby. So about four years ago, I, at that time, Heaven Will Answer was done on Fridays. I came for Heaven Will Answer. After that, I saw Bishop. And then I told him that I was doing this, but I wasn't too sure. And he said he thinks I should do it properly and that I shouldn't just concentrate on cakes. I should do everything. I should learn how to do everything. So I took that advice and then I started business. I can't begin to tell you where places where God has taken me because of this decision, that this advice that Bishop gave me. To crown it all, it's just a very short testimony. About two weeks ago, you know, I've had calls. Sometimes I don't even know who I'm catering for. When I get there, then I'm surprised that how do I find myself here because I'm, I, I just started it's just a six months course I took in 2009 I didn't know a lot of people two weeks ago I had a call after church I got home around 7 and I had a call and then someone said they wanted me to do a cake and they gave the specifications and all that and asked me to give an estimate so I did I think the next day then I was told that the cake was supposed to be cut by the president at La Pound. Clap. The person who called me told me that it wasn't, um, I wasn't guaranteed to do it, that I should just bring my estimate and then we'll see. So, I mean, as I gave the estimate, I didn't believe I would get it. I mean, I just went about my weekly activities. Then I was given a call on Wednesday 
that I'd been given the go-ahead and that I should do it. I say to the glory of God, last week, Monday, the president actually cut a cake that I made. Wow! Glory to God! Hallelujah! Because a pastor can teach you the word of God. But it takes a father to give you advice that will cause you to make a cake that will be cut by the president. Clap your hands, somebody. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Shall we welcome Zona leader Nanasewa? Part two of the remedial. <laughs> Mine is not short. You, cannot... you are coming to read the thesis here. You have three minutes. Mm, you might have to pull away the mic. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, happy Father's Day, Bishop. How do you speak our Bishop will go in three minutes? It's impossible. Um, whenever I think of Bishop will go, there are some things which come to mind. I don't normally think in tree, but when I speak, I think in tree, then it means it's serious. And what I can say is that, ah, Pape, Aden. When you ask Bishop Ogo something, you should be very careful what you are going to ask. And I said, oh, I cannot just come and stand here and say, ah, Pape, Aden. I must find some nice biblical way to couch it. And the only verse I could find was Luke 134. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be? How shall this be? Because he really is a how shall this be? My experience with him, that's how it's been. He pushes you to do things that you just think that you can never do this. How shall this be? It is in this church that I found value. I have found worth. In my family, I am the least. In my family, I'm the least organizer. When they're organizing something, they don't call me. But in church, because of this man, when they organize something, they call me. I wish I could wax lyrical. I wish I could present a prolific dissertation. He came to this church in his first sermon. He made us weep because we were not doing what we ought to do. We have been blessed and we did not know we're sitting and are complaining so I joined the choir. When I joined the choir too, he came there and told us that we are not in the choir. We thought we are in the choir because you really like our singing. And when we sing, you give your life to Christ. And he came and told us that, no, he can preach without us singing. Now, usually cry, yashinyomno. And I was like, oh, pape, ade. And then he said, we should have a higher vision to do something for the Lord. But not just to come here and we are launching ourselves and we are singing week in, week out. What are you going to do for the Lord? And he's a prophet and it was a, church, a choir gathering. He ministered to us. And then he gave me a warning. You are blessing everybody, fantastic prophecies. What do you mean, so He gave me a warning. I was like, oh, papi, ade. So I became a shepherd, which I never believed I could be. And then from, from then on, 
he told us as shepherds that you must go and do something evangelistic because he's an evangelist. He pulled all the shepherds together. He said, choose what you are going to do. People said, oh, film show, this, that. And I just thought, what would take the least effort? And I said, yeah, film show. Film show, I'll just come and pay somebody. They'll show their film. It can be big. And I wanted, so I said film show. Then the next day when I was driving to work, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and I had to stop. And I know that I like music. And the Holy Spirit asked me, why am I doing film show when I know I like music? So I called him. I said, well, I have some two rappers. Can they rap and then we speak? And then he said, I have a team of dancers. I've been training them. I have singers. I have been training them. I have a stage which is being built. I have speakers which is being built. So you are going to do a big show, a road show. Oh, so what did I say? Oh, Pape, Ade. And that is when the roadshow was birthed. And I delayed for a month before responding to him. And then when I finally gained the courage and I said, okay, we'll do it on this weekend. He said, fine, do it. I'm going on a crusade. I said, oh, Pape, Ade. How can we do this first thing when you are not here? But he was directing powerfully from across other nations. And he got the thing done. And that was the birthing of the Greater Love Roadshow which moved on to crusades and today he has made me a zonal leader um, I am not a candidate for zonal leader and he gave me some women who I mean it's like we are limping goats we, <laughs> our circumstances does not leave us to come and do all night all the time and do this and he called us and he said we should come and do a zone I look at the women I said look at myself I said oh Papi but it has been such a blessing I can't tell you I would rather be serving the Lord limping I would rather be serving the Lord with one arm Than to be doing everything else Fully fledged and fully capable Amen It has been a blessing To be his daughter It has been a blessing To be faced It has been a blessing I mean I just I don't know what else I can say But the the most the thing I value the most about Bishop Ago is his counsel. His counsel. It's so heavy. It is so true. And the counsel comes not only in the one-to-ones, but from the pulpit. Sometimes you're going to ask him something after service, and he answers it standing right there. The only thing we have to do is to obey it. But usually we think it's for somebody else. It is not. Amen. So if he has asked your zonal leader to get you involved in something. Or your shepherd says, come and call people. It is not that it is of our own volition. It is a blessing that has been passed from our father, Bishop Dag Heward Mills, unto our father, Bishop Ogo. And really, don't just say, oh, papa, papa, or mommy, aden. Just do it, and you'll be mightily blessed. Amen. Wow. Council. Oh, I can't feel your clapping. I can't hear your clapping. Again, counsel, advice. Right. So for the last testimony, I'm going to call zonal leader Davis. But before he comes up, I've warned him. He said he needed 10 minutes. He cannot have 10 minutes. So come up. Three minutes. Clap for zonal leader Davis Amponsa, one of the freshly married men in the restoration service. Can you not see... The Ingosra on his life. Okay. Hallelujah. Um, I have to compress it as 
Reverend is saying. But um, I joined this church in 2011. That is after being a Christian for a long time. But I suffered divorce along the line. And that was a major blow. Because nobody expected that such a thing can happen to me the way somehow I live my life. But it happened. The circumstance around it was such that I became alone. And there's nowhere to turn to. I kept on crying to God to show me the way out. But in one of these crying, the Lord appeared to me somehow and said, I want to bless you in the ministry of evangelist Dark Ward Mills, the one you call Bishop. I had not been to Lighthouse before to have known why he's called evangelist and why Bishop and things. So exactly about seven years ago, it was a father's day like this. I went to Kodesh to look for him to see what kind of man he is. I went there, he preached on four points, and then I came. I was praying, praying, praying to see whether does it mean I should join his church or what. But eventually, I happened that I found myself in this church. Divorce is um, something difficult or a problem that I will not expect to happen to any person, if somebody is thinking about it, if, especially if you're a Christian. It makes you vulnerable, susceptible to a whole lot of things. So he told me that he would bless me. So when I joined the church, I was looking for how the blessing would come. But immediately I joined the church, I was beginning to move into bustles and home sales. A gradual brought me to church, and eventually I found myself in Ophelia. While working with Ophelia, Bishop took me away from Ophelia and sent me to LPR Ring. While working with LPR Ring, he took me to LP Karen. And I was working with LP Karen. Then he said I should stop and go and form Satellite Church. And it happened that the Satellite Church had formed, all the people who came there were guests. Grand Shepherd, Francisca, all of them, they came there. And over the period, I, I don't know, I was older than all these ladies who came my way. But I saw that I humbled myself in a certain way. And worked with them, became so passionate about things that concerned them. They actually worried me in so many ways. But later, I was trying to see why all this and what is the blessing. But what I got to know eventually was that the Lord was using them to work on my heart. The Lord was using this one to change my attitude. The Lord was using this one to make me a new person. And today, I think, if Reverend is not there, I can be the next gynecologist. (laughs) (laughs) You are very somewhere. Right. (laughs) Um, The guests understand. Right. Right. <laughs> and then, um, yes, yes. And I can't, I don't have my time, but please, once we were, the marriage is a defense, and once it's broken, you become vulnerable. One area that affected me so much was my finances. I couldn't, everything became stalled. All projects I would do became stalled. My projects, uh, exams, everything I couldn't do. So one time I had a dream, and Bishop called me in the dream. He was standing by Bishop Dark's wife. And he was so angry with me, holding my bank statement. And was going to and said, that, how can you, an adult like you, spend your money, ATM withdrawal? And he was so angry. And I was like, wow, what is this? And I, I still don't know the way forward. I said, God, now we all know that um, this problem is what I'm having. How is the way through? But something happened. Bishop, after that dream, was preaching here. 
And then a young lady mounted the podium and served him water. But as the girl went down, the Spirit of God told me that from this time going, give this girl, pay her a certain amount until this girl finds a work to do. And then I went to the girl and told her, and that I was no beloved and this. So when you are approaching a girl, they think that maybe you are coming to you that way or something. Huh? And, and, yeah. so eventually, I had to chase this lady. Sometimes I had to go to her house and give the check to her. At a point, I had to go and see his beloved and tell her, tell her that I'm doing it because this girl is working for a bishop. And the Lord has instructed me to do this particular thing. So for about 18 months, every month, I give that, mo- that money to the lady. And that was the beginning of my turnaround of my finances. Because the girl is working for the international man, all of a sudden, I don't know what's happening in my, my bank. They begin to send me to international assignments. Go to Nigeria, go to Morocco, go to Israel, go to here. And then, and the last of it, of, of, of that, there was a, something I was chasing. I was chasing, I, I, I followed it about three years, and then I couldn't get it, so I stopped. I was there, then they called me that we want to give that to you, even at the price we are trying to give to you for the past um, three years. And I think I can relate all those things to um, working here. And I, I want to tell you that Bishop is not ordinary human being. He's a spirit. Time will not permit me to uh, tell you the various times in my life that he appeared in the dream and warned me. People will say, that, how can you work around all these guests and not tamper with any of them? The spirit of this man has been following me, and I dare not even think of that. I thank God for his life. I thank God for the church. I thank God for everybody who helped me within all these seven years of experience. Thank you very much. Hey! Wow! Thank you. Wow. It's beautiful.
I think this is worthy of a standing ovation as we welcome Bishop Edward Morgan Ogo to preach to us this morning. Hallelujah. Keep clapping your hands to the Lord. for the beauty of this Father's Day and for your pastor, Reverend Aso. And uh, Reverend Aso and everything he comes with, including his wife, who has come to bless us this morning. I want to thank God for the pastors, the zonal leaders, but I want to thank your pastor for his initiative, for his leadership. And I wish you a happy Father's Day. And all the men, all the men, all the men. Father's Day is not only for men with children or, 
You can be a teenager and be a father because in this church we believe in spiritual fathering. Amen. Spiritually you are a father. So there are even some ladies also who are spiritual fathers. But today we are not addressing ladies. Today we are addressing men. Amen. Because boys are bred. Let's clap our hands for the men. And I, I want to say, I want to seriously say that this church is blessed because of the men we have here. Basilized men and non-basilized men. The men in the church make the church what it is. I'm telling you. Yes. There are social um, all types of social research done across the world and all are in agreement that a home without a man is different from a home with a man even if the man doesn't work and all he does is to stick loto and read papers his body in the house makes a difference that money cannot buy that 10,000 women cannot replace that one useless man in the house. Yes. So, we salute the men who don't work but are eating your wife's food. Today we say you are a great man. Continue. We say you are a great man. Yes. We respect you. Continue to stay in the house. The woman will go and work and pay the rent. But you just be there. Be there. We like you the way you are. For the sake of the children, just be there. And we will see your usefulness one day. Amen. (laughs) So, happy Father's Day to all. Especially any young man here who is a spiritual father to a soul. May you live long. And may you do well. Amen. You may be seated as we bow our heads to pray. Father, we thank you for the blessing of being in service in church today. What a beautiful blessing. Grant us your word and your wisdom in Jesus' name. Amen. So, today, because of the time, but we've had a wonderful time, have we not? Allow me to just share something with you. The fifth point, the fifth point on uh, why you should join to build a mega church. It's in your interest to join. We are building a church. Amen. Don't be misled by the completed physical building. It's not even complete. We, are, there's, we have to do the ceiling and a few things. But generally, it's a church. Are you not enjoying the church? And one day your plastic chest will change. But generally it's done. It's it's a nice church. Don't let what you are seeing make you think that the spiritual church has also been completed. The spiritual church is still being built. Amen. Amen. And you must join. 
you must join. Just as we have the choristers, last week I made an altar call and some joined. Today they sang in the church. How many of you are here who joined for the first time today? You are singing today. Today is your first time of singing, but you are in the service. Can you please stand to your feet? Let me see you. Look at that. God bless you. God bless you. Philemon chapter 1 verse 11. I, I, I hope. Verse 10. I beseech thee for my son Onesimus, whom I have begotten in my bonds, which in time past was to thee unprofitable, but now is profitable to thee and to me. It means that somebody who was not profitable. Now, what Paul is talking about, Paul wasn't doing iron rods business or roofing sheets business. Paul wasn't selling rice. But he used the word profitable. Because in the church also, the church we have here is a business. At six, Peter was asking, to find somebody they will put in charge of this business. Only that in this business, we don't take the offering home. Because money is not our, our, our currency is in this business. Money is not our currency in this business. If we are doing iron rods, then money will be our currency. In this business of church building, souls are the currency. Human beings are the currency. And you can be in, the, in a church. This is Paul. I am not Paul, but this is Paul. Paul is saying that somebody was unprofitable. It is you can be in a church and your pastor doesn't profit from you. But ideally, I should profit from everybody here. Not money you are giving me. Paul wasn't talking about money or rice and stew. Or papaya. When a pastor is building a church, is doing the work of God, there are things he uses, and it is the human beings, the souls, winning the loss at any cost. Onesimus was not profitable. He was around and not profitable. Paul wasn't benefiting from him. But he changed to become profitable. He said, in time past was to thee unprofitable. But now he is profitable. So a day can come, you will also be profitable to me. There are people in this church sitting here who are profitable to me. Hmm. And it is a blessing to be profitable to your pastor. There is something in it. Like the testimonies that were shared. There is something in it. If you are in a church, like in this church, let me not speak in vague terms. You are here. And I don't benefit from you. It's a dangerous life you are living. I didn't say, and I don't know you. I may be benefiting from you and not know you. 
I'm not asking you to send me dollars or to send me CDs. You must be beneficial. The brother behind the camera, I'm benefiting from his profitable. The brothers in the choir, the sisters in the choir, make sure that the church benefits from you. That is why, thank you my dear brothers and sisters. You may be seated, thank you. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm giving you reasons why you must join. Reasons why you must join. And I'm giving you one reason today. And the reason is that it is God's will. It is God's will. How do you say God's will in three? Nyamipea. Yes. All of us, you may not know, but what we are looking for is the will of God. Hey. The will of God. You won't even get it. The will of God. <laughs> Are you aware there's something called a car? A video camera? A pair of shoes? A woman? A man? There is also something called the will of God. And it's the most important thing in your life. The best place to be in life is not in Nigeria. The best place to be in life is not in Massachusetts. The best place to be in life is not in Berlin or Munich or Stuttgart. The best place to be in life is not in Obwasi. The best place to be in life is not Barclays Bank. The best place to be in life is a place called the will of God. It's a place. And many people never find this will. Yes. Because it's, it is a mysterious will. The will of God is very mysterious. You cannot just, you know, brazenly d- declare that you are in the will of God. There may be areas in my life where I'm not in the will of God. Yes. There may be areas it's possible I'm not in God's will in certain areas of my life. The will of God, don't be arrogant. It's possible most of us are outside the will of God. I'm telling you, you may not know that the, the, the man you've married is not the man you should have married. <laughs> Ogba, it's like you, 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 you will say You can marry a woman eh, and she is not the woman God intended for you to marry. Tomorrow is Monday. We are all joining the Legon traffic. Some of you, the office you are going to tomorrow may not be the will of God. Where you are going to work tomorrow 
even though they give you $10,000 a month, may not be the will of God for your life. Because really, when you discover the will of God for your life, you are in heaven. Even though you are on earth. If you ever find the will of God in your marriage, any man who marries the woman who is the will of God for him is in heaven on earth. When people are talking about their marital problems, you are embarrassed because you can't say some. Allow my English. You can't say some. Because certain things people talk about as marital problems are strange. When I was an immature pastor, there were things I used to say about my life. Now I stopped talking about my life. Because I've discovered that (laughs) it's almost like you are standing before people to lie to them. So there are some testimonies I don't share. Because you won't believe it. When you are in the will of God for your life in the area of your work, you are in heaven. Any area of your life where you are in God's will, you are in heaven. You don't need to die and go to heaven. You are in heaven on earth. Jesus said, when you pray, say that thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So once you click the will of God, it is heaven on earth. Which is the thing that most of us don't have. Because it is, it is not a small thing to discover the will of God. It's not a small thing. Some of you, the course you are doing in school, it's not the will of God for you. You may be a doctor, but it's not the will of God for you. God's will is that you should have been a farmer. I mean, all my life I've had, even to be a medical doctor, could, have been a, could be a mistake. Because I am, I am a farmer in my soul. Farmer in my soul. But because, you see, when you pass exams, every exam you do, you get 80%, 95, 86, 73, 82, 91. Just by passing exams, you are guided to do science. Because I was the best in my class. And the best in a class cannot do history. <laughs> By the arrangement of my school, I was to do something. Meanwhile, I may be a farmer, a wealthy millionaire farmer in this country. So be cool. Tell everybody, be cool. You may not know God for your life. That's why there is something called the permissive will of God. God just allows you. Just do what you want to do. It's okay. I still love you. You are my son. Go on. Most of us here may not be in God's will. Jesus Christ in Gethsemane he was not praying that God will give him pain medication or blood transfusion his prayer was that he will be in his will thy will be done for three hours thy will be done because it is not a small thing there's a couple here you are buying your wax prints Engagement ring, wedding ring, and you are aware. The man you are going to marry is, is, is you, are, you are off. 
But God mercifully, he loves us. He'll just keep you. But I'm, that's why there are few people who are in heaven on earth. And I leave you to find them. His education may be a problem, but his, his business is heaven on earth. His ministry may be a problem, but his marriage is heaven on earth. When you hear his story, you won't believe, ah, is this type of marriage possible? It's possible. It's possible. You are a god man. You think that fighting is always the way out of a problem. (laughs) So somebody may be in the will of God in one area. In one area, he's out. So I'm saying you can live your life and not be in God's will. You live, you are dying and you never began your life. About the life we are living is your big sister's life. Some of you, you have lived your mother's dreams and not the will of God. Because it's not easy to find the will of God. Which is the best place for your life. So once a while, like in this service. Let me put the book down for you to know that I've finished preaching. Once a while. When you go to God's house. And you hear something that is called the will of God. For your life. You must embrace it. Because it may release certain blessings that may cancel other areas of your life where you are against the will of God. And one such area is the building of the house of God. Sir, it is the will of God that you become a worker in the house of God. There's no pastor should apologize to you we shouldn't say thank you. We shouldn't appreciate you. We, 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 it, it, it's your normal life. There's a place when you find yourself there, some things are expected. No headmaster thanks a student who is in a disabled school that he went for lectures. Then the headmaster can say, I want to thank all the students who went for lectures yesterday. I have never heard, I spent seven years in a very good school. I never heard any such statement. The headmaster thanking me because there is a place when you when you find yourself there. I'm preaching all. When you find yourself there, certain things are expected of you. It's normal. And one of such places is the church. When you are in the church working for God, it's normal. It's a sad that you don't hear such things in most churches. So like when you come to a church like this, it's like we are some fundamentalists. We are some radicalized people who are dying for Jesus. But we are nothing. We are nothing. We are so nothing that it is nothing. The Bible says in the days of Eli that the word of God was rare. Was rare. Yeah, and I believe we are in those days today. Where the word of God to get a pastor who will speak the truth to you, who will not stand in front of you and teach you how to get money, but will teach you how to get souls. That, that type of message is rare. It's rare. 
It's rare. So rare that because you don't hear it in many places, you may even think you are, you are not a normal person. <laughs> like, like today, if a girl of, at 24 hasn't had sex, it's like she doesn't feel normal. Because it is rather normal to be playing around, to be fornicating. When a man marries for 30 years and he's had sex with only his wife, he feels he's not a normal person because most men are sleeping around. Most men are sleeping that's, that's really the normal life. The normal life is to sleep around because there's no animal with one wife. There's no animal with one wife. The normal life is that even, even um, a gift was being given to David. One of the kings. They gave animals. Like 14 male, uh, uh, female cows and one male cow. If you, so as they are sending the animals, they know that you can't send one male cow and one female cow. You never go anywhere and find that one dog and one female dog. Male dog, they are married and they are in one. Unless they have been caged. But if you leave them free, they will do freestyle. Free. So when you are in a world and you are doing the right thing, you, you rather feel like you are a strange person. Yes. Many of you, even in, especially in this service, would love me very much. You would really appreciate me if I came every Sunday preaching about you know, self-enhancement and uh, this type of motivational messages and uh, uh, how, to, how, to win, how to win relationships and uh, how to relate well and how to, how to, how to be great in the, in, in the workplace or uh, 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 teaching about um, money mentors. Money mentors and four M's of money. How to make money work for you. I'll be enough English vocabulary to go into all these things. Oh, yes, by the grace of God, I'll be enough English vocabulary. Yes, I have it. I have it without apology. And many of you would love me. But to come to church and talk about serve God, die for Jesus, suffering, sacrificing. I mean, we are already suffering outside. We have come to church also, we must come and suffer in the church. So the truth, the real word for your life, most pastors will not tell you. I'm telling you, listen to me. I said that and I'm ending. I said, we don't need to thank you if you are singing in the choir. If you stand at the back and usher all of us here, 2,000 of us in the church, we don't need to thank you because it is as normal as a student in WAS going to school. Why is it normal? Why is it normal? Ephesians 4, verse 10. He that descended is the same also that ascended. That he might fill all things. All things must be full of Christ. The messages must be full of Christ. Our lives must be full of Christ. Businesses must be full of Christ. Marriages full of Christ. But we don't see that. We don't see that. Rather see Azan businessmen, Azan student, Azan, Azan type of people. Do you know Azan? It's a Greek word. <laughs> Verse 11. Now, what is the process? 
and he gave some apostles. And some prophets. There's a church down the road. This morning, it's a prophet who is preaching to them. There's a church down there. If you cross the road, down. There's a, the pastor, it's a prophet. I am a pastor. So he gave you a pastor. He gave that church an apostle. There's a church down the road. The pastor preaching at this time is an evangelist. So he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. For what? Why is that a prophet in your life? Why do you have a pastor in your life? Why? Which is what you get when you are in church. When you are in church, you have a pastor. Why do you have a pastor? Why is there a pastor in this church teaching? Why? The answer is there. For the perfecting of the saints. You see, that comma there is misplaced. It's not the right place it should be. You see, the Bible was not written in English. Elijah did not speak English. Paul didn't know English. (laughs) He didn't know English. Greek, Hebrew. So, as the text has gone through various processes of what do you call it transcribe uh, uh, yes translation and so on the didactus introduce some things which are not originally there like that comma for instance once let me give you an example if you read the tight verse malachi 3 verse 10 Look at it. Malachi 3.10 Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house. Tithe. Say tithe. That there may be meat in my house. And prove me now here with said the Lord of hosts. If I will not open you the windows of heaven. Tithe. And pour you out a blessing. Tithe. Now you see something there. The last sentence. That there shall not be room enough to receive it. Have you seen that? Some, some, some words are in brackets. Those words were not originally in the Greek text. Or the Hebrew text. This is Old Testament. It's Hebrew. The people who were translating it into English introduced certain words. That's why they are in brackets. The original Hebrew that is written into English for us, the original does not have the shall and be room or to receive it. It was an addition just to make the thing whole and in trying to do that, they changed the meaning because the original English is that and, and prove me here with, said the Lord of hosts if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that's not enough the original hebrew is that's not enough 
That is, this blessing of the tithe is not enough. You need offerings. That's not enough. That is, it's not enough to pay tithes for the windows of heaven to be open to you and and other and pour you out a blessing. That's not enough because earlier on in verse eight, look at verse eight. Will a man rob God? Say, where we have been robbed God? He said, in tithes and offerings. So when he was talking about the blessings that come from the tithe, he said, that is not enough. You, in addition to your tithe, you pay offerings. You give offerings. Free will offerings. That's not enough. That's... That is not enough. The blessings that come from the windows of heaven and I'll pour you out a blessing is not enough for your life. You must also release blessings that come from offerings. A tithe is not an offering. A tithe is not an offering. There is something a tithe does for you. It opens the windows of heaven, but that's not enough. So people introduce these type of phrases and sentences that you should like go back to the original King James. Go back to the Malachi 3 10. That there shall not, it, 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 all the words which have been introduced there, it changes. It's like it's almost like the, the, the blessing of the tithe alone. It's like God opens blessings that there's even no more room. It's almost like you don't offerings are out are outside though. you don't need to give offerings once you pay your tithes he will bless you and there will not be room but it's not true the blessing of the tithe is not enough that's why I said will a man rob God so wherein have we robbed you in tithes and offerings offerings a Christian gives offerings in the church there must be money in your pocket for offerings you don't say, I paid a tithe of $10 million, so I don't give offerings. A tithe is a tenth of your income. Offerings are different, free will. There were all kinds of offerings in the New Testament. And so he says that, if you pay your tithes, I will open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. And I said, that is not enough. So that comma that is there, the comma in Ephesians 4.12, for the perfecting of the saints, comma. For the work of the ministry, comma. For the edifying of the body of Christ. Those commas are inappropriate. The real, the original text, the original Greek text says, For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for edifying of the body of Christ. That is, a pastor is in your life to edify you, for, to, to perfect you for the work. Every message, every prophecy, every ministration from an apostle, from a pastor, if you are a real, genuine Christian and not a fake, rubber, plastic Christian, you are a real Christian, like what I'm doing now, I should be perfecting you for the work. Not for your marriage. I don't owe you marriage. I owe you the work of God. Oh, but let's, as you are doing the work of God, your marriage 
gets blessed. As you serve God, you can get a better husband from serving God than from not serving God. Yes. You can get a certain type of man to marry. That's how my wife got a husband. That's how my wife got a husband. She got a husband through serving God. She went to do outreach. Soul winning. And she won me as a soul. Yes. I am my wife's convict. And many years later, when I was choosing a wife, obviously, being the type of person I am, I'm not into hips and ties. I'm into substance, internal substance. Yes. A real man does not marry a woman because her stomach is flat. Because <laughs> the flat stomach will change. <laughs> Don't marry a woman because she's slim. Slim? <laughs> you, want, you, you are setting up yourself for disappointment. Yeah. If she becomes slim at age 60, 50, 40, praise Jesus Christ. But she doesn't owe you a slim body. She doesn't owe you a slim body. When you have impregnated her three times to, give, to be pregnant, and oh, look at somebody, look at somebody. So you don't choose, as you serve God, the ministry itself blesses your marriage, blesses your children. Some of your children, eh? I'm praying. And we should be praying right now as I'm praying right now. That one day he will not come to you and say that he doesn't, he, he, he has fallen in love with Alex. <laughs> this world we are in, that now it has become, last, last three days, Ireland, they had their president, openly gay. The first lady of Ireland is a man. Luxembourg, first lady is a man, first gentleman. Openly, so if you are in the country, if you are in the country and your president's wife is a man, don't you think you may easily have a feeling for a boy with fat buttocks? Your president, like our president, his wife is a man. And we see him every day in the news. President and his wife cutting. What, my wife, please come. First lady, we are cutting the sword for a polyclinic. The man, every day, that's what you see. And the deputy uh, uh, chief justice also is a man. His, his wife is a man. And we are cutting the sword. Don't you think a child looking at us every day may have an idea that, is it possible that, so, so I understand why I like divine so much. That's why we hide in the church. You want to be close on the church. You are going with your children. Go with them. Go with them. Go with them. So it's like you are the elite type of this type of GIS, Akosombo, uh, Christian High. Uh, what's mention the names? TIS, this type of GIS type of people. Like we who are from Lanquantanan, one JSS. No, it's like they don't relate to Hey, hey, hey uh, uh, caramel, caramel, enter the car and let's go home. Don't play with those Oyarefa boys. Really. God bless you. Jeremy and caramel. Caramel. Hey. Jeremy and caramel. 
It's like we who came from Danfa, we are inferior. All right. Take them home. Take them home. Go home. You heard somebody saying, I appear to him in his dreams. You, I will not appear to you in your dream. I will appear to you practically in your house. Something like you will remember me. You see me standing there insulting you. It's not your dream. You don't need to see me yet. You will remember me. Go home. We are closing. Go home. Go with the children. Call him. Uh, go and call. Go, go and call Caramel. She's in the J Church. Caramel. Go and call Caramel. We are closing the service. Go. He's upstairs in the J Church. And then go to the white church and call Jeremy. We need to go home. It's time. From here, we are going to the African region to have family lunch. Yeah. And those, like Bishop Ogo, Reverend, and so these guys who don't have any ambition in life, who don't know my they are the ones in the church with their children jumping up and down with them. But you are at African region having lunch. Go. So when you are in a church and you are serving God, it is the will of God. Because, because, because when a pastor ministers to you, he only is legitimately transforming you to be a church worker. I don't owe you anything in your marriage. Did I choose the wife for you? If he's beating you, as you talk to him. I don't owe you anything in your marriage. I don't owe your children anything. I owe you the ministry. The Bible says that the pastor, the prophet, the apostle, the, the uh, I was going to say engineer, the evangelist, and they are in your, in your life. I, right now, I am perfecting you, not for marriage. I'm not perfecting to be a good businessman. I'm perfecting you for the work. God bless all those who start in church. And through a pastor's preaching, you are a shepherd. Through a pastor's preaching, you are involved in some work in the church, some ministry, something. God bless you. And those who don't want to have anything to do, like you come and go, the elite type of Dodoa Christian High type of people, uh, TIS, GIS, and so on. I pray, you know, there are some things you learn ahead of you. I pray that God will let you pause to see some lessons ahead of you, where you are headed for, there are lessons there. I pray that God delivers you. Young man, do something in the church. Work for God. Be a lawyer one day. What will you be? A lawyer? An engineer? What will you be? A lawyer. What did you get in Wasi? Stand up. What did, stand up. What did you get in Wasi? Have you written Wasi? You've, you've written Wasi. Put your hand now. What did you get, Wasi? You say you'll be a lawyer. What did you get in Wasi? Won't you? Won't you buy a lawyer? Your mouth like a legal. Where we Wasi? Minkachi. Why? Why, will, why is there hope for such a person? But thank God in the church. Hallelujah. As you are involved one way or the other, here a little, there a little. As you are around, 
as you are around look don't 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 think of being a lawyer don't think of being a lawyer it will be a miracle that you'll be a lawyer unless they are starting a law school in three rather think of being a pastor because you can preach in three <laughs> even the three prophets are more powerful than this type of book long doctor whatever english language three many are but three no send combo three over a lawyer your mouth I had some two points to add but my time is up god willing next week i'll come with the point number uh, six or seven and point number eight and we'll be moving towards till a day comes when you come to church you leave at 5 p.m and not 12 30. rise to your feet and let's close Lift your hands and tell the Lord, Father, I want to be in your will. <laughs> it is your will. We don't thank you for singing. We may thank you for weeding the pastor's house. But we don't thank you for doing outreach. Once you are enjoying the ministry of a pastor, a teacher, a prophet, you must be a worker. It's normal. That's not something we are thanking you. God bless you, Charles, for being a for being a shepherd no it's normal there's no thanksgiving in that one lift your hands and ask the lord to touch your heart and help you to do something for you something something i mean it cannot be that you you have no contribution to make to the building of the church it's the will of god said that my house may be full Luke 12, that my house it is God's will that you help to fill his house that my house may be filled Father we thank you and Father we bless you for the great privilege of knowing you and walking in Jesus name Amen please close your eyes close your eyes maybe you came with your friend today came alone but you are not born again Jesus is not the Lord of your life. I want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Christ. Every eye closed, please. And every head bowed. Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. Wherever you are, just lift up your right hand. I want to pray for you right now. You want to be born again? Yes. That's the best decision. Lift. I see. Yes. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. Now, after you are born again, you must become a worker in the church. Yes. Lift your hand. Pastor, pray for me. If your hand is up, take your Bible and your notebook and your pen and come forward. Come. Take your Bible, your pen, your notebook and come. Yes. Clap for them. They are coming to receive Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. Come to Jesus. God bless you. Are you 
a dancer? You are a dancer. And join me. You've got a dancing group in the church. Lift your two hands. And say this after me. Say, Heavenly Father. I've come to you. I've been far away from you. Please forgive me. I have done many bad things. I've sinned greatly. And I am now dirty. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Please make me new. From today, I am born again. Please write my name in the book of life. I'm starting a new life. A brand new life. I thank you, Lord, for my salvation. In Jesus' name. for listening to this podcast we believe that you have been truly blessed you can send a mail to bishop edwin ogo at bishop edwin ogo at gmail.com introduce this podcast to a friend keep listening and keep living passionately for god